Welcome to the TLC, the Life Coach Podcast with Matt Halloran. Every week, one of the world's top life coaches, Matt Halloran, will share his wisdom through stories and ideas to help you live the best life possible. Success is only a podcast away. Now, please welcome your host, Matt Halloran. Hello and welcome to episode number 20. This is the last episode in our mini-series about how to be an angel here on earth and La La Land. I've been talking about La La Land now over the last four podcasts, and today I thought it'd be a good idea for me to teach you a little bit more about what La La Land is and how you can implement it into your life. Each of the people who are involved in being an angel in my life or when we were angels in other people's lives, we were in La La Land regardless if we knew it or not, and I think it's very important for actions or mindsets or behaviors to be specifically named, identified, and broken down for implementation. That's part of what I do as a coach. I unpack things, I I break things down, I make them bite-sized and easy to, well, implement in your life. So step number one is really going back to the beginning for me, which is when I was a kid, my whole family, my, my parents, my grandparents, my aunts and uncles, even my brother used to consistently tell me, come back from La La Land. You know, where, where the heck are you? And I never knew why they wanted me to abandon my imagination and extrasensory perception. It seems strange because I was practicing looking at the world in a different way than everybody else was. I was stopping and I was looking and I was looking at people's facial expressions and I was people watching and I was, um, you know, trying to extrapolate who they were and what were they doing and uh, all of these different things. And it's it's an exercise in your imagination is as we continue to get older. We just abandon that. Having an imagination and practicing your imagination is something that is is frowned upon, which is one of the reasons why we have such a disconnect. One of the reasons why many of you aren't living up to your expectations of being an angel here on earth. This doesn't have anything to do with religion or spirituality. It has to do with activity and perception. It has to do with your philosophical underpinnings and making a conscious decision to try to make the world better. If your foundation is religious or spiritually, spiritual, fantastic. Sit on that. Use that as your strong foundation to implement the five steps that I'm going to talk about in implementing and practicing living in the world of La La Land. I hope all of you enjoyed the podcasts. Uh, Some of the stories were easy to listen to. Some of the stories were not so easy to listen to. Some of the stories were very difficult for me to even tell. And if you have liked this, I'd really appreciate you subscribing to the podcast or just taking a second and writing a quick review so that more and more people can get to hear this and give me the opportunity to achieve some of my goals, which is to try to make a bigger difference on this planet through my podcasts, trying to change the world one podcast at a time. 
So there's my first ask for you. My second ask is for you to start practicing living in La La Land. So as an adult, since most of us have abandoned our imagination, we don't practice it anymore. It's frowned upon. It's a lot like a runner training for a marathon. And I get asked all the time, well, Matt, how, how do you practice this? I mean, this is all deep and warm and fuzzy and touchy-feely and risky and all sorts of, you know, objections that I get from people who I've talked to a lot about this with. Um, but it's like a couch-to-marathon program. It's probably the best way for me to put this. Now, most couch-to-marathon programs uh, have a lot of intermittent steps, and some of them are things like run a 5K, um, you're not going to go from a couch to a marathon immediately. And if you do, you'll probably kill yourself and you probably won't finish. But the same step in La La Land as the same step into a couch to marathon program is you have to get off the couch. You have to start engaging with this world that we have tried so hard to ignore, which is step number two. Now, remember La la is look, assess, listen, and act. Look, assess, listen, and act. Looking, you would think, would be the easiest part of this. But it's the second most difficult, because action is the most difficult, because you actually actually have to act and do something. But you have to learn to notice what's going on around you. Stop looking at your phone and look at people. We're driving through the country here in Michigan with my children, and my wife points something out. And since I'm not looking at my phone, I, I see what she's pointing out, and it's something remarkable. I don't even remember entirely what it was. It might have been a classic car that was just beautiful or a house that was amazing or maybe some wildlife. But my children are in the backseat, and they're, and they're looking at their phones. And the minute we take their phones away, which, by the way, is a magnificent consequence for misbehavior with children, especially teenagers, they start having conversations with us. They start looking around at the world because they're not so far removed from imagination. In fact, I've got this great picture on Facebook of my oldest son by a whopping two minutes um, when he was grounded from all electronics. When he was younger, he was about 10 years old, him and his brother ended up getting dressed up as um, knights and as Link from Zelda, and they went out and started attacking trees with swords, and they did it for hours and hours and hours because they didn't have something mindless to do. Now, I happen to be a big fan of screens. Um, I'm looking at one right now. I'm using this medium to get my message out, and I happen to be a large fan of my phone, but in order to live in La La Land, you have to look at people's faces. And you don't want to be creepy about it, but I want you to start looking at people's faces and try to figure out what you think they're thinking. Look at their faces and try to see if you can glean how they might be feeling. Look into their eyes. Look at how their mouth is positioned. Look if they're breathing slowly or if they're breathing quickly. Look and see if their hands are clenched. Look and see if you think they might need help. Number three, 
practice assessing the situation. I put assessment into La La Land mostly for safety, because there are times where you might be in a situation where you do observe something through the L part, the first one of La La Land. And you might make a decision to help and it's not safe. So I want you to assess the situation. You don't have to be Jason Bourne, where you walk in and you notice every single solitary thing, where every exit is, where, you know, who's sketchy in the building, you know, where's the nearest weapon, blah, blah, blah. You don't have to be that. But you have to just ask yourself three big questions in assessment. Would you harm someone? Would someone harm you? Or would you inconvenience someone? So having a 45-minute conversation with a cashier because they look like they need to have a conversation could get that cashier fired and could really make everybody angry behind you in line. So you would need to take that one step further. And in that situation, you would ask the cashier if they were having a break anytime soon. And if they wouldn't mind, you would be more than happy to listen to whatever's going on while they're on break. A lot of la-la land, everybody, is just that next step. It's taking the step. It's not shrugging it off and saying, oh, I don't need to deal with this, or I'm too busy, or my phone is too amazing. It's taking that step. So number four, this is part of looking, which is strange because I'm talking about listening here, but a lot of what needs to happen when you're truly listening to somebody has absolutely nothing to do with what they're saying. In fact, the majority of communication is nonverbal. I don't know if you've noticed this with uh, animals, uh, young children, um, even spouses or significant others, uh, family members who are very, very close. There's a lot that's unsaid that still triggers behavior, and that's part of really, truly listening because you have to be present when you listen. But you also have to listen with more than just your ears. But I want to talk about being present when you listen. This means you turn off distractions. This is one of the more difficult things to practice. Listening is an exercise. Listening is just because you have two ears doesn't mean you're actually listening. This happened this morning in my house. My wife said to my son, three different times the same sentence. And after my wife left for work, uh, my son went into my other son's room and asked him the exact question that my wife had answered for him three separate times, not 10 minutes before. Now, he might have been making eye contact, which he probably was, but that didn't mean he was listening. Many of you do the same stuff. You have to be present. You have to calm yourself down. You have to start breathing with nice deep breaths to try to clear your mind. If you're thinking of something else when you're trying to be in la-la land and be an angel here on earth, you just missed the boat. Now, you have to listen with more than your ears, too. You have to listen with your eyes also. You have to scan everything you can. It's not always about what people are saying, but it's about how they're saying and what they're doing when they're saying it. 
it might open your eyes to a lot of stuff in your life to make you just overall more successful if you just took these first three steps, four steps in your life. Getting off the couch, notice what's going on around you, practice assessing or just assess situations, and then listen. And many of you will go up to the listening step four and you will think that you are making progress. And to be brutally honest, you are, and I will be internally grateful for you even taking the time to listen to someone. Look at their face. Listen to how quickly they're talking. Maybe they're talking very slowly. Maybe they're not making eye contact. Maybe they're looking just searing in your soul with their eyes. Maybe their hair is really messed up, or maybe it's really, really put together. Maybe the person is so put together that you know immediately that there could be something wrong because they might be hiding something. A lot of times, opening up your nose makes a big difference in listening. How do they smell? Do they smell great? Do they smell like cigarettes? Do they smell like they haven't showered? How do they smell? Listening is a lot more than just opening up your ears. So you can stop at step four. You can get off the couch. You can learn to notice things. and You can look, you can assess, and you can listen. But what makes a person an angel here on earth is action. This is where most of you will run away screaming in fear, Because action is the scariest thing to you in the entire world. Because it's a risk. Everything up to this point really isn't a risk, especially if you've assessed the situation and realized the risk is not there. It's getting out of your comfort zone and actually wanting to help another human being. It's really easy to practice all of the first four steps. I mean, hell, you get off the couch most of the time to go to work anyway. So, heck, you're, you know, a fifth of the way there. If you turn off your phone and just sit on the train or the subway or in your car and look around, you're going to be practicing your looking part of La La. Sit around with your coworkers and people watch. Play games with other people to see what they come up with when John or Jane walks by. Don't be snarky. Don't be catty. Just assess. It's a wonderful, wonderful game. And then when somebody's talking to you at work or at home or at church or wherever you are, listen. But the difference between those people who have been great on this planet and those people who are just mediocre or are good is acting. When somebody tells you they need something, you do it. Sometimes acting is just listening. Sometimes you don't have to fix the problem. Sometimes just having the people understand that you are truly listening to them and you care will allow them to process their issues on their own. 
Now, I'm not talking about giving people thousands of dollars. I'm not talking about that. But I am talking about maybe potentially giving somebody a lift somewhere. Maybe it's um, paying for a person who's struggling to find uh, you know, the cash at the cashier. That could be a couple of bucks. Maybe one of the actions would be while you're sitting in the drive-thru at uh, your local coffee shop and you look behind you and the person behind you looks really stressed out. You might not be able to listen to them, but you can ask the person who is in the drive-thru, did the person behind me sound frustrated? And they'll be quite surprised that you even asked that question. And if they say yes, say, I would like to purchase their coffee for them. And I would like for you to tell them that somebody cares and wants you to have a great day. These are little itty bitty actions. Now you can also act in a grandiose manner. Right now in the world, especially here in North America, we've been getting just decimated by weather, floods and hurricanes, rains, droughts, wildfires, Maybe part of your Lala is getting off the couch and going to drive to help rebuild communities. Maybe it's mission work. The goal is to act. Every one of the stories that I told you, somebody acted. Some of them were very small, minor actions, and some of them were very large, time-consuming actions. But the difference is, to truly live in la-la land, you've got to act. I want to thank you for listening to this mini-series. It was very important to me to talk about la-la land and how to be an angel here on earth. Because as a coach and as a fellow human being spinning on this planet going very, very fast, screaming through space. You have to ask yourself, what, what are you doing here? And if it's a spiritual basis, I guarantee you that there's action involved. If there's a non-spiritual basis, guess what? There's action involved. It doesn't matter if you are the most devout Muslim, the most devout Christian, the most devout Jewish person, or the most undevout atheist. Greatness lies in action. Greatness lies in being able to get outside of yourself and live in the world of la-la land. I want to thank everybody for listening. If you like the miniseries, if you like what I'm talking about, please feel free to share this with your friends and family. The podcast just went international. We're now in Hong Kong, Indonesia. And we're actually in Europe, in England. So lots of English-speaking places are now listening. But I'd love to get the word out even more. And I can only do that with your help. So this is Matt Halloran. Try to be an angel on earth. Try to live in la-la land. Follow the five steps to start working the muscles so that you can truly make a difference on the earth. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy life to listen to our podcast. Remember, a single change, no matter how big or small, 
can start you on your path to live your best life possible. You deserve it. We will see you on the other side of the mic soon. Have a wonderful day.